0: Sequelcast two and friends is part of the greenlit podcast network for more information go to greenlitpodcast.com this is a vintage episode of Sequelcast two and friends audio quality may not be up to current standards we apologize for the nastier audio artifacts
1: after the credits roll there's always more to tell especially when the video sales are doing. and To Police Academy 6 This is Sequel Cast And they are unsurpassed At following a franchise Until the bitter end This is Sequel Cast And your hosts have asked that I
0: Yeah, so thanks everyone for coming, this is, uh, I'm Matt, uh, I have a podcast, Cast 2 and Friends, you can listen to it uh, on your favorite podcast app, it's been going on since 2009-ish, and uh, as we were saying earlier, we've been doing panels for about 10 years on and off, so that's fun. and. I never thought I'd get to do a panel, so I've always liked seeing people show up and. Didn't it start with Harry Potter? It did start with <laughs> Harry Potter, a, a subject I don't really care about, and we so, knew nothing about Harry Potter. Yeah, and we, we got, got eaten stupid. alive <laughs> by the audience because I liked Harry Potter, the movie five, and that's the one that's the least like the books. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff, but yeah, we're not talking about Harry Potter. We are, as it says on the thing there, ranking the DC Extended Cinematic Universe. So I'm Matt over here. Is Eric.
1: Hello.
0: Hello, Aaron. You want to say something about yourself?
1: Uh, <laughs> currently, I am a, a freelance artist slash illustrator, and I also am um, a community manager for a, uh, a local celebrity, I guess. Uh, online, it's uh, DJ Switch, and I put on his Twitch channel as well as his Discord community. Brought some cool little community stickers today, and we'll be giving out, and then. Uh, I also co-host a weekly podcast, uh, video form, on Twitch, called Artificial Intelligence, where we talk about tech news and tech culture. To my left is
2: Tony. Hello. I don't do anything nerdy. I actually work in beer.
3: (laughs) Uh, Come check out Hammer and Stitch Brewery. We make good beer. Where are they located? Uh, Northwest Portland. Okay. Uh, I'm Sean Christopher Francis. I'm an actor in Portland. I I do now have a podcast called The Horror. The Horror with My wife. Uh, it's a little like Sequel Cast but a little bit more zoomed out where we talk about horror franchises. It is on Spotify. I'm also on Twitch, uh, Sean Christopher Franson, uh, pretty easy
0: to find online. Yeah. And uh, I've also written some books. I wrote the first English-language book about the films of Uwe Boll. He did stuff like Blood Rain and House of the Dead. Um, uh, so if you look on Amazon, look up my name, Matt Bradley Shergi, which is too complicated to spell. Information there. Website m a t w b t dot com. I'm going to stop plugging things. Why don't we get started? But before we do, we have prizes. So yes. let's. So let's. We have these uh, exclusive non-trivia questions. So just raise your hand if you want to answer. Uh, has anyone in here seen a movie? What's the last movie you've seen? Anyone want a prize here? Pick someone.
1: Yeah, I
2: mean.
0: You in the blue. You in the blue. <laughs> Chang Chi. Chang Chi. Did you like it? Oh yeah. Yeah
1: that Bruce Lee in the MCU now. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard
0: the action choreography is pretty cool. Oh, yeah.
1: If you want to come up, I got a prize for you. What's That's the prize? That awesome. It is going to be a decal pack from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's <laughs> the Black Ranger, Zach. <laughs> so, very good, and we'll be giving away
0: prizes because um, it's a thing that gets people to show up to panels. You fell for it. What? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. go. So we DC extended universe. We're not including Joker because that's kind of like a standalone film that's not related to anything. Although it's getting a sequel, that doesn't mean we could rank it later. But it's just not on this list.
3: Should Should we give like two word reviews of it? It was all right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Is that fine? It was all right. That's my review. It was good.
0: Uh, what's your two word review, Tony? live society okay <laughs> uh joker i would say i liked it better when martin scorsese made it as king of comedy in 1982 hey. it's the exact same plot and robert de niro basically plays the joker role uh, yeah
1: eric uh great stylistic choices i enjoyed the film visually yeah, it's the, by far the
0: least depressing uh, DC movie I've ever seen. <laughs>
2: okay. I'm agree with that sentiment. My- <laughs> Whoa, That's kind of sad. Coming in now. Yeah. Up. <laughs> oh, hey, Switch.
3: Hello.
2: He's famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to watch the film, guys. Come
3: on. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> and uh, don't forget, we're getting three. <laughs> 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 Do you think Ghostbusters is actually going to come out this year? Afterlife? Yeah.
1: I've been I've been sworn not to not to say.
0: Okay, so Dan Aykroyd has your cell phone number. I'm sure he's giving you updates. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah they,
1: yeah, they already pushed it back a week, and the internet lost their minds over it for seven days. I don't think it's gonna. Happen. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna get pushed back again. At least not in the states.
0: I just can't believe that Top Gun 2 got pushed back to next year and that was filmed like three years ago. But this is not a Top Gun 2 panel. We're allegedly talking about DC <laughs> Extended Universe.
2: You brought a Ghostbusters. Weird how we're going off the rails already.
0: Oh. Already. We haven't even started the list. Okay. Listen, so no... I can leave. No, that's fine. You can stay. You can leave. Uh, but what's not leaving is um, <laughs> like these things. DCEU movies coming in 2022. A segue. Yeah, isn't it? So there's Black Adam starring The Rock, I believe. Yes. Um, awesome. Or Dwayne Johnson, excuse me. And then there's the Flash movie that has Michael Keaton as Batman. Whoops, spoilers. And Aquaman 2, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Anybody looking forward to these?
3: I, I'm, I'm looking forward to every James Wan movie, so I'm happy he's back for Aquaman yep. oh, Over here, you're raising your hand. Which one stands up to you?
1: Dad,
0: I'm, going to see him. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Over here. I'm looking
1: forward to all three. Also, isn't there
0: the Batman or the Dark Oh, um, um, no. Oh, okay. Is it DCEU? It's so it's hard to say what's DCEU. DCEU. Not considered part of, part of the EU. But. There's going to be so many separate. Yep. Yeah. They're in the blue in the back. Uh,
2: first off, of was a fun ride. Jason Momoa might actually be funny in it. Mm-hmm. It's cringy jokes from the theatrical cut of. Oh, we'll get there. Booyah. Stop <laughs> um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I am super excited, though, to see
0: some of the older Golden Age heroes in black and um,
1: like Yeah, Justice Society. Society. Yeah.
0: Hawkman and Dr. Fate, paid by Pierce Brosnan, who's a pretty good choice. That's super cool. Glad they finally have a movie, even if it's animated, The Justice Society World War II. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, DC, they've always done um, pretty... Good with the, the director video animated movies. Yeah,
1: gonna be, uh, the latest is going to be Injustice, based on the... Oh, oh movies. yeah, Alex Ross. Yeah. Uh, over there? Uh, I knew
3: there was going to be a black out movie, but this is the first I've heard that they're having Dwayne the Johnson play. Mm. Oh, really? oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's
1: been signed on for years. Oh, really? He was supposed to be in Shazam at one point. Yeah. Supposedly, and so- there'll be some sort of cameo in the second Shazam film that's being in production right now. I'm really curious...
0: Yep. They had to
1: wait until they got in shape. <laughs> <laughs> on the Flash movie,
0: with all the multi universe stuff that they're talking about, yep. I think
3: Grant Gustin's gonna make a small appearance? Um, There's a possibility because you yeah, they did
1: have that they did have that movie crossover yeah. with the uh crisis on Infinite Earths on the the DC uh, Warner Brothers show. Yeah, I
0: mean, maybe they'll have Mark Hamill as the trickster from the 90's Flash series. There's so many different things they could do. But yeah, I I would hope if um, it's about the multiverse, they can really play with that.
1: I I am pretty excited for the Flash out of those three productions, just because I really like Flashpoint.
0: Yep. Let's get started with the list. So what we did is we each had our own rankings of the DCEU, and then I averaged them using a not very good Excel formula. So, it will be a surprise to everyone but me what's in what slide. I have no idea, yeah. <laughs> yep. What could be the bottom entry? Number 11 is Suicide Squad. So, yeah, this, this is a movie. <laughs> i think I probably
2: hated it the most
3: oh really <laughs> well based on the, oh the rankings so uh full disclosure i did not rewatch this movie for the rankings I, I saw it at the gym on hbo uh when i had it for free and it was just like yeah okay i get it um i think the major problem with it is uh jared leto's joker took a lot of like the brunt of the the hate for it and i don't think he's the problem i think The fact that he's in the movie but he doesn't, he's not on the squad and he's not fighting the squad, so he doesn't have anything to do, so he just gets to do the Joker show uh, while he's on screen. Um, I think the movie would be better if you cut the first third out of it where everybody's introduced, because Once we hit the ground, none of that stuff matters anyway. Um, Also, you lose Iron Walls, which is an improvement on my part. (laughs) Um, I hate David Ayer; he only works in R-rated movies and doesn't work good in a PG-13 context. Um, Yeah, I just everything about this. I think the villain's uh, visually interesting, but not otherwise, and all the. Dudes on the ground are like black putty monsters from Power Rangers. And this
0: is the first DCEU movie to win an Academy Award. <laughs> it won, won for makeup and hair styling in uh, 2017. It should
3: have won for best original song, but the 21 Pilots, uh, Heathens, I like that song. I, no, it's a very good soundtrack. Um, oh, and the soundtrack's super cliché with like, Spirit in the Sky and Without Me. And, and anyway, yeah. Okay, that's it for me. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was decently
2: like, i I just watched for the first time this week because I heard it was just absolute garbage <laughs> uh, which I guess isn't untrue but i I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would I kind of agree where the first third of the movie was kind of pointless yeah like, here here we are you yeah, get two minutes play. to learn about each character um but you know it was you know comic book heroes fighting bad yeah. guys so. I mean, wasn't
0: all bad. Yeah, I mean, Suicide Squad—it kind of has the same problem as the um, anytime they do a new X Men movie, and they have to introduce, you know, nearly a dozen characters, and you have to try to have a plot in there. So you're wait- you have all this exposition, and then when the story starts, there's just not much to go on. Um, but I, you know, there there's supposed to be a David A or like R rated cut that might be coming. Um, they did a novelization of Suicide Squad for some reason. You don't see those very much anymore when they do a novel based on a movie. And that novel was based on the original script and it's um, darker in tone and has a lot more of The Joker in it. So I wouldn't say it's good, I've read part of it, but it could be something interesting to find. Uh,
1: Eric? Cognizant dissonance. Like the film is so disjointed that it just feels like five different versions of a film Frankenstein together, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't, none, none of it really works. You can definitely feel the uh, influence of the studio execs taking away from what could have been a good production, or a decent production. Right. So, yeah. Well, just, let's, just let's give out another
0: prize. Um, the question will be, who's your favorite character in this uh, first Suicide Squad movie? Harley Quinn.
1: Mysterio. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Mysterio. So you said Harley Quinn? Yeah. Why? Uh, just because she was probably the most fun.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: It it's pretty strange seeing her briefly in that montage in the uh, animated series outfit. To see that on a real person is um, <laughs> doesn't really work. Still,
1: yeah. over scene, still over seen that the silver. I'm
3: surprised it's got you on the bottom ranking because I thought it was way better than Batman versus. Like,
2: considerably. I agree.
0: Yeah, yeah. Batman or versus Superman. Considered. I think is we'll see that pretty yeah, soon yeah, on this yes. list. Keep in mind, this is an aggregate. This yes. that, that is yeah. right. Yes, yeah, an aggregate.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of us agreed with you. So, so we'll yep, yeah, come on, get your prize. I actually
3: liked it more than the
1: first take on Justice League too. Oh. Hmm. But, interesting. Cool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's <laughs> the prize? So we got this uh, vintage uh, Nintendo trading card set from '91. Mm-hmm. Wow. With uh, Legend of Zelda on the front, and then there's another second card that is uh, Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's what's Japanese artwork off model. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, back there. Uh, so it's so in so the back. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so before we move on from Suicide Squid, I'm a little curious at your thoughts. Uh, I can't remember exactly what year this came out, I want to say 2016.
3: I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, yep. uh, so if you, if you sort of reverse-engineer the production timeline of this film, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit curious what the uh,
1: MCU was doing around that time that may or may not have influenced some of the DCU uh, execs, you know, at Warner Brothers. Well, they were making oh. money, so changed. I think that <laughs> <Yeah.
3: was laughs> the, that what, was I think it's worth noting, actually, that, that this came out the same year as Deadpool, the original Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And Deadpool was a gigantic risk. It wasn't put out by Marvel Studios, but it was put out by Fox. Uh, but R-rated superhero movies weren't like a known commodity. They, they weren't, and Deadpool was marketed really well. It came out in February, which could also be an indication that they weren't confident that it would do well. Um, I think it's the biggest February opening now. So I think, they ha- I think this is Warner Brothers hedging their bets with, well, we, we have an R-rated director, we have R-rated material we can't put out an already movie yet because we don't know if those make money or not. I I think that was heavily influenced by that and Marvel kind of ate, or Fox kind of ate their lunch with Deadpool, I think. Yeah, well
0: it's it's interesting because the whole tragic thing about DCEU is Marvel showed them how to do it successfully and still they messed it up with the movies (laughs) where it's like, oh we'll do Justice League as one of the first ones. (laughs) <laughs> and no one will know these characters. And, the and you know yeah, it's like yeah. they still made, they could have just copied Marvel uh, slavishly and probably done a lot better in, in some uh, fashion. We've
2: gotten the DC Animated Universe people to be directors or creative consultants or producers
0: or something. I mean, yeah, they, there's so many different yeah, stories from the comics they could have told in the movies instead of making up something new. Oh, That's right. And Bruce Timm and any of those mm-hmm. people. Yep. On to number ten, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of, Dawn, of Justice. Dawn of Justice. I kind of like this because I think it's very absurdist. Like, it, I think it's funny and it's not meaning to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that—that that you you try to do the uh, death and return of Superman in this way—it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then the whole Martha thing. Where both their moms are named Martha, which is something from the comics, but you make that like a a linchpin. It
3: it just makes it really hard to to (laughs) take that seriously. That was a a huge plot point. Yeah. Mm. Um, I the the thing that runs through all the Zack Snyder movies for me in this is none of them are really about anything. And I think uh, we'll get to Man of Steel, but I think Man of Steel is one the biggest problem with it. Uh, But they don't have themes, like I saw Shang-Chi, we were talking about Shang-Chi before we started, like that movie's about family, um, you look at some of the more successful DC movies and they're about something, and these movies don't have that, and I think you can make an interesting BBS movie if you talk about how Batman is different from Superman, and how they fight crime, or what their worldview is, but it avoids that, and so it's just these two guys hitting each other in a really depressing fight, it's dingy and dirty and, ugh, yeah.
2: So, like somebody was in a meeting, they were like, people want to see Batman and Superman fight, and the execs were like, great,
0: get Zack Snyder on the phone. <laughs> 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 and then we got this. Like- I mean, you did get Wonder Woman showing up, uh, played yeah, by Gal-, Gal Gadot, and that, you know, I think was, that kind of worked, but then you also had the fourth scene of them looking at a computer screen where it's like, oh, there are these other characters that will join the Justice League. Have to set that and, up. And that felt like something out of, like, a
3: 90s video game. Yeah, yeah, we got to have those cameos in there. It's got to set stuff off.
1: I think with Zack Snyder, one of his biggest problems is that he he can tell a story, but he would rather use these like iconic moments as as set pieces throughout his films. So if you look at his films, yeah, they're really known for all these great you know one shot moments that are deep cuts emotionally for for comic book fans, um, but they're they're just so disjointed there's no way to you know the path was there you know in the comics to follow and he just would rather go his own way rather than I mean do, yeah do the work
0: <laughs> I think before like way before Zack Snyder was involved in any of the DCEU stuff they were he was trying to sound cool I think in an interview I mean this would have keep in mind this was over 10 years ago but he said oh if I made a Batman movie he would get raped in prison And that's not, yeah, that's not a Batman I know. Um, And I mean, one thing about these characters, you can interpret them in all sorts of different ways. But uh, why don't we give away a prize to make a bad segue? Uh, (laughs) Batman versus Superman, who were you rooting for? Wonder Woman, <laughs> yeah, yeah good, come up and get your prize. What's the prize?
1: Uh, for you, we're gonna give out the uh, other decal pack we have for uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. This is for Trini, the Yellow Ranger. Oh, all right. thank
0: you. Yep. Yeah. Very cool, they're in the back. Uh,
1: so you guys mentioned the scene where let's, or Wonder Woman was watching the files and all the other. Yep. Cars. How
2: do you feel about the fact that
0: their logos were there, meaning, like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, the logos there were a bit cheesy, and then you're using the phrase, like, Meta-human, which to me sounds a bit forced, but I'm more familiar with these from, com- from uh, the movies than the comics.
3: I I I had one other thing that might be controversial even among us. I actually like Jesse Eisenberg in this movie quite a bit because he's having Mm. yeah yeah he's actually having fun and I think he pulls off the performance reasonably well. It doesn't fit in the movie very well. I thought he was fine, but I I like what he's doing and I think he's entertaining in it.
1: I wasn't a big fan of Lex Luthorberg. Mm. <laughs>
3: from right? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Very good.
0: I mean, that's a good point. That is weird, right? You did Smallville for so many years. Why didn't you put those people in a Superman movie? They they don't like
3: doing that for some reason.
0: Nope.
3: Right, Moving on.
0: Number nine. We got lucky. We got yeah. Go a little bit faster here. Number nine is Justice League, the Joss Whedon version. Justice League. Right? <laughs> Looking at this poster, this is very tacky with the superhero logos spelling out the O and the C and the bat is an E, I guess. Yeah, so Justice League, you have these characters. The Justice League has been so many characters over the years. Do you think this is like the right characters to have
1: in the Justice League? I think I think they picked a good decent core team. Mm -hmm. The problem was is that they just rushed production to get to this point so far. I mean, even Snyder had a spec script originally done as part one, part two, you know, and possibly a part three. So I I mean, it yeah. I'm gonna make the same point again (laughs) and again and again.
0: Uh, we should note that you know, although we don't typically don't have director's cuts in these lists, we did put the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League on this list. We'll see that later because I think that's significantly different. Uh, switch. Is it weird to have the Superman S on there and not have Henry Cavill? Uh, yes. Right?
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> are they just spoilers? Yeah, they were like, yeah, trying just... to keep that under wraps, yeah. but sucking at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like, who bought that he was actually dead too? Like. I mean, that's
0: one thing I respect when the Death and Return of Superman comics came out, is they had quite a long time before Superman came back, and they had all the stories with the four different Superman, like Man of Steel... um
1: on the Super Nintendo Dad's Entertainment Podcast, catch us grumbling about the news every Monday on the Morning Dadcast, chatting with industry professionals, and most importantly, teaching our kids just how incredible or horrible '80s and '90s video game and pop culture truly was. All right, what else you got? A Sega Slingshot. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> the blast processing was really fast. Why can knuckles fly, even?
0: dough. What What is that even? Samurai
2: Pizza
1: Cats. Gabe, we almost named you Guido and <laughs> <laughs> Doing a Belvedere it requires a set of low hangers. I'm gonna die. <laughs> right here on Greenlit. The Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks we do linguistic analysis. So, the Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine. But so, the changed meaning in Japanese it means to temper. Other times we get absolutely smashed.
0: So, we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses
3: the ray gun.
0: One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. (laughs)
1: Sarah, oh you're you are
0: can find out more about the Spirit Hunters right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Superboy, all that stuff, cyborg, or the cyborg superman, whatever he was called.
3: Um, I supremely hate the villain in both this and the Snyder Cut. I, th- I I love Kieran Hines as an actor. He's a great actor. He's great on terror. Uh, but he's just a big dumb god, like, there's That's nothing pretty flat, yeah. There's just nothing to him. I like his design better in this than in the uh, yeah. Snyder cut, but <laughs> it's just like uh, he's just an anime villain where he says, I have nine, and the heroes say, I have ten, and you
0: know, right? And Kieran Kines has done superhero movies before, he was in the Ghost Rider, the second one. Oh, seriously, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, oh,
2: we've oh,
0: seen that movie, we saw that in the theater. <laughs> oh man, what? That that's was a, that's, interesting that, that's bad than the <laughs> first Ghost Rider for a separate reason but <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay number eight what could it be Man oh. of Steel this is motion blur the poster um, yes. Tony I think you hated this one more than anybody else is my least favorite one I, yeah. it just didn't do anything for me <laughs> <laughs> did you like the old Christopher Reed Superman movies because it's like they remade the first two sort of yeah. Okay. I mean, those are classics. Right. But why is this not a classic, then, if it's that same story? Well, because, uh, did you see it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, you know, I like the Russell Crowe Krypton stuff in the beginning. I yeah. would know? rather have had that as the. As I really, liked, movie. I really like Michael Shannon as Zod. Yeah,
2: Or uh, <laughs> he was the best thing in the movie. But it was just really quick, blurry Superman punches. And, like, I get that's what he does, but I don't know.
3: I, I actually, I'll do you one better. There, I like everybody in this movie. Like, I, I think uh, Amy mm-hmm. Adams is a very good Lois Lane. I think uh, I like Chris Maloney in his tiny little role. I like uh, uh, Michael Shannon. I like uh, Harry Lennox, who turns out to be uh, the uh, Martian Manhunter, and um, all of that. It just isn't. I like Kevin Costner as Papa Kent, but it isn't about anything. I, yeah. I'll say it again. Like. All of Kevin Costner's homespun wisdom is like, you're going to blow them all away, champ. And, but he never says anything like, you know, hard work is really important, or the environment is our national threat. Like, Bert Dimmick has stronger themes. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry that sounds so harsh, but I just rewatched that movie. And there are people who say the theme of that movie in that movie. And there are multiple opportunities in this for a character to have a monologue that says... Maybe what something's about, and it feels designed to avoid that. Like we can't have this movie about anything.
0: Instead, you watch Clark Kent watch his father die from yeah. a tornado <laughs>
1: yeah. of <over a> hell. <laughs> happening. Just like, no. Yeah, he, he should don't have, have saved him. him. Don't go save ahead, me.
3: Yeah. Uh, so you said you like all the performance for the most part. How do you feel about Paw Kent telling Clark he should have let those kids die on the bus? Should have let the kids die on the bus. It's I I like everything Kevin Costner has done post Upside of Anger. There. <laughs> it Yeah, I mean if you um, Henry Cavill I think is he
0: looks like Superman but you don't get a lot of Clark Kent I think that's what kind of bothered me I sort of always liked the newspaper stuff uh, even though it might not visually be the most exciting stuff you had kind of the He had to have the day job while being a superhero. Instead, he just seems resentful of being a superhero. It was just very emo, vaguely sad. I'd say more than vaguely sad, but yeah.
3: I I do like Henry Cavill a lot in this role, and it's not just because he looks like that. If you want to see a young
0: Henry Cavill, uh, people should look up Hellraiser Eight Hellworld. (laughs) That's where um, that's where (laughs) Pinhead has an MMO.
3: Also, uh, I captured the castle for non Hellraiser uh, people. Very good. Still mm-hmm. think Zod, or Shannon Zod should have said, I'll make you Neil or Neil. Or... Neil think think Oh, Neil before Zod. Zod,
0: yeah. That's yeah, kind of strange. Really they didn't long. do a reference to that. Any thoughts, Eric? I don't
1: really like the Krypton segment of the film. That's, that's about it. Yeah, that's, it yeah that's kind of where I'm at. Like the <laughs> movie,
2: yeah. That was where the story was, and then it's just.
0: There's a distinct lack of phallic imagery in the Kirchner. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. we do another question. And yeah, let's do another question. Um, so, man of steel, let's see, who is your favorite actor in this movie? You already got a prize. You can. <laughs> and, did, if anyone wants a prize, just raise their hand and you answer a question. Okay. Can someone else answer the question?
3: <laughs> Sorry.
0: No? Nope? Oh, sure. I thought Amy
1: Adams made a lot
0: better Lois Lane
3: actually than the previous ones, all except what Erica Smallville. i I like her. I don't know why. Christensen, Erica Christensen.
0: Yeah, interesting. That's a good point, yeah. Amy Adams, yeah, she, they give her some stuff to do, like investigating the UFO and stuff. Come up and claim your prize. Uh, the convincing...
2: Yep. <laughs> and, convincing and, uh, Clark Kent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and almost no Clark Kent, really. Well, um, the movie's terrified of
3: looking, like, silly. And that's what those original Superman movies aren't terrified of. Yeah. They're, they're fine making them look silly. Well, we
0: got 20 minutes to go on two-thirds of the yeah, list, so bad, yeah. we should uh, <laughs> pick up the pace. Number seven is... This really felt like a 90s superhero movie to me. Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I, I love this poster, it's very colorful. I loved all like, the retro marketing that looked like Trapper Keeper covers, um, but I don't know. Like, why, why do you bring back uh, the, the boyfriend <laughs> from, from the first fire. one yeah, who's inhabiting her. another person's body? Like That's sort of creepy and kind of, I mean, he's a good actor, they have good chemistry. I don't think that was needed. Having a lot of bad, too many bad guys reminded me of like Batman Forever mm. or uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, bringing Chris Pine back, I think,
2: limited this movie to what it could have actually been. Yeah. Because yep. they had her over around her still being in love with him, like, I mean, whatever. Yeah, and then he was like possessing a guy? That was weird. <laughs>
0: Eric,
1: yeah, Wish fulfillment as, as a, a narrative agency for characters just doesn't work.
0: Not, not just that, I mean, if you take a shot every time uh, Maxwell Lord says, I have wishes, or I want wishes, like, he'll be dead in the first five minutes. Like, I don't understand why he gets that superpower within the first, like, half hour of the movie. It seemed way too early. Because it's like, where do you go from there? Okay, he's going to grant more people wishes, and then more people wishes. Like, it's just not much of a thing now, once to... You, once <laughs> you
1: run that genie out of the bottle, there's, there's nowhere to go. I think
3: I had this the highest on my list of anybody I might be wrong about that but uh, I love how goofy this this freaking movie is Pedro Pascal with that catchphrase he has where he looks right at the camera I love his chemistry with Kristen Wiig who's an inspired choice to play uh, that character as well like I ended up liking the movie while acknowledging everything that y'all are saying I I thought it was fun it's definitely definitely it's definitely definitely enjoyable yeah anyway let's keep going yep yeah Anyone here think Wonder
0: Woman eighty four is their favorite? No. Sort of. Okay. Why? Well, I never saw the first
1: Wonder Woman. So uh, oh. This uh, made more sense to me out of the five minutes I saw the first one. Um. Uh, mm, interesting.
0: This could be my yeah, I think we all did. I thought it was sort of neat, like the Olympic kind of stuff in the beginning with the younger Wonder Woman. Although they didn't tie that in uh, a pure yeah. Fun. Yeah, like the fun. I liked the Carter
2: at the end. So yes. Really yeah,
0: and the, the credits at the end. Very cool. Number six, Aquaman. I like this one the least. I almost walked out of this movie. Wow. <laughs> but, but but I couldn't because I was with my in-laws. And I would just... And this movie is like two hours, two and a half hours, and I would have had yes, to sit in the lobby by myself. Why are
2: all the DC movies like an entire yeah. lifetime to watch? Very long.
0: Because they can? I don't know. Like, yes. That's all the movies are now. Because Lord of the Rings did it. I mean, Justice League that's is like 90 minutes, but it feels like... Too. Three hours. The Justice League is two hours. Mm-hmm.
3: Anyway.
0: Someone who mm-hmm. likes this more talk about this movie. I liked it. Yeah, yeah it. it was a
2: fun, fun movie
0: and it, they did
2: cool stuff with, I mean, when I was growing up, Aquaman was always like the lame, the lame one because he's just talked to fish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they, they made him, you know, fun and more superhero-y than I am.
3: Remember him. I think visually this thing is really firing on all cylinders, and I think it does the big scope the best of any of these movies. The final battle between all the armies under the ocean, and the Kraken shows up, and then they kiss in the middle of the battlefield. Like all of that I think works really, really well, and it feels like a ramp up throughout the entire movie to get there. Um, like I think it's paced really, really well on that. And the um, fight scene in Italy that goes between Mira and Aquaman is just great. I look forward to Black Manta in the second
1: movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed Black Manta's yeah. breadcrumbs throughout the film and I'm excited to see where they go with that yeah.
0: sequel. The Black Manta stuff was probably my favorite. Like I, I just had I didn't really know anything about Aquaman going into this movie and it seemed like a bit much to me. I, the only thing I really enjoyed was the octopus playing the drums for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well that's sort of interesting. Uh, switch.
2: Man kiss
3: the oh, no, he kisses Mira in the middle. It's the <laughs> first kiss. at in the middle of the the kraken. <laughs> <It's, yes. laughs> that makes a lot more sense to me. Thanks.
0: Yep. Misspoke. <laughs> and um, interestingly enough, Julie Andrews does the voice of one of the creatures near the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. And she did Aquaman, but then she wouldn't do a cameo in Mary Poppin Returns. <laughs> Maybe it was a scheduled conference. Maybe they pay better, I don't know, that just struck me as strange. Speaking of strange, let's have a trivia question. Um, if you could have the powers of the ocean, what's the first thing you would do? Utter silence. <laughs> Does anybody want a prize? Write a giant squid. Write a giant squid. I, right right giant I squid. already got a prize. You already got a prize though. Is there someone that didn't have a prize that wants a prize? You and the Godzilla shirt.
1: Make a big wave and surf it. Make a big wave yeah. and surf it. Excellent. Oh, Come I up. A idea. You, sir, have won a collector's card pack still sealed of uh, Savage Dragon. Sick. Solid. Thank you. Yeah.
0: It's very good. Why haven't they done a Savage Dragon movie or something? That seems it had a cartoon, didn't it? Lack of interest. Yeah. Mm. Respectfully,
1: my answer would
0: have been kissing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to get an be sure to use chapstick afterwards. Each their own. Number five, Zack Snyder's Justice League. This movie has a lot of slow motion.
1: <laughs> yeah, they could have. A lot more iconic moments. It could have yes. been
2: a three hour movie instead of a four hour movie. Yeah, someday you'll
0: Put together the two. Yeah, it'll
1: be a three hour movie. And then I was kind of
0: surprised because I thought the plot would be radically different, and it really isn't. I mean, you get more of the. Flashbacks of Cyborg, but like you were saying, uh, Sean, the bad um, yeah the bad guy in this isn't that interesting to me. Yeah, they be an changed either his version. design and made him
3: look spikier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, he looks less like Kieran Hines now, and mm-hmm. it's, the, this movie has a real problem with stakes as well. And uh, BBS and Man of Steel do too, because the only thing they can think to do is threaten Superman's mom. But it's like Steppenwolf, he's big and bad, but also Dark Side, he's even bigger and he's a okay. badder. And it's like they're both big invincible gods that conquer millions of plant. Like they're unrelatable. They have no human emotions. Like none of them mean anything to me. And they're they're yeah, but ah. they hit things real hard. Yeah, they hit things real hard. <laughs> um, I also no movie should be four hours long ever. No. I'm a I'm a hardline that. I thought it
2: was better because you do get backstory of the characters that was lacking in the first one. But true, that's
0: about what I thought was better. Like it it's four hours it's <laughs> I'm just baffled by a, a moment early on with Aquaman where like the village is obsessed with him and this woman comes and sniffs his like ocean soaked sweater
2: oh yeah and then they uh,
0: end this thing where
2: he, <laughs> he uh, leaves song. and then they just like sing for two minutes <laughs> <like he> walks <laughs> into the, the that was a little weird but
0: yeah <laughs> so um, and it's interesting you know does anyone think that Z- they'll give Zack Snyder a chance to finish out his Justice League story or is it just going to end in this big cliffhanger and that's it yeah.
1: They, I, think I, think, I think this is as far as you think that's
0: it yeah there's like the there eight
2: post credit scenes or like the oh, right. yeah. of stuff. which if you're not
3: familiar with DC stuff like I had to google like what the hell happened <laughs> <laughs> I, I got really annoyed by the end of it with the uh, that epilogue with the the, the joker who isn't necessarily, how is he the key he the post apocalyptic yeah I'm just like one. this movie's never going to be made and even if it did I no longer trust anybody involved to make it well like, do this movie first and do well on this movie and then we can worry about, you know, post-apocalyptic Batman Superman. Well, and so online they
0: were posting, like, what Zack Snyder's original plan would have been for Justice League, essentially two and three, however they would have done it. And it had, I think it would have just made people more angry or confused. It had things like um, Lois Lane had Batman's baby. Yeah. Oh, and, Batman's baby? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you can look and find that online. They have like um, some storyboards and concept art. So, I don't think I will. Maybe they'll make that as a comic book. (laughs) Ten minutes, thank you. Ten minutes, we have four left, so Uh, that makes two and a half minutes. Or, yeah, we gotta get going. Go, man, go. Go, go, go. Four is Shazam. This really surprised me. This really felt like um, I like the earnestness of this. This reminded me of the Christopher Reeves Superman movies or um, just some of the older comics. I don't know. I like that it had humor in it. Mm-hmm. I like that it wasn't overly violent. I mean, I like violence in movies a lot, but this one, it was like, I could show to uh, a cousin or a nephew, to a little kid, and they yep. would like it, and yet an adult could like it, and it's not totally stupid.
1: I felt like this was the movie, the type of movies that DC should have started with. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. Yes. That's very yeah.
0: So I don't start with like the grim dark uh, emo series.
2: And, yeah, if you want yeah.
1: realism, that's cool. You know, this there's you know magical fun. realism in this oh. film. And like I don't know great. much about
2: Shazam, so it was an introduction to Shazam, and like he's a fun he's a
3: fun character. Yeah. It's so funny too. Like it's just a hilarious movie, and uh, I love Zachary Levi uh playing a twelve year old in an adult's body. He's so good.
0: And I like he has some kind of a lot of like low stakes in here. Not not yeah. every movie has to be about
3: about the world ending. Yes, yeah, you yeah. and yeah. also Mark Strong, good villain. Yeah, very, very yeah. He, he was a very very good villain, appropriately menacing for a family Yeah. Next. Next, number three,
0: Birds of Prey. I like this one just because it's so wacky and, and strange. Like it has its own tone. I like that it was more fun. I like that Rosie Perez was in this. I haven't seen her in a movie since that oh that Nicolas Cage thing where they win the lottery. It had to be you, whatever that was called. Uh, that was quite. It crazy. could happen to you. It, it could happen to you. Thank you. Um, and it had uh, even like an egg sandwich has an arc in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the most important character in the movie. Yeah,
3: the level of violence in this is feels appropriate to the material. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side of the coin, from Shazam, and uh, I I just love Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is like the Superintendent Chalmers, where she's not playing by the same rules as everybody else. She refuses to participate in the world. Uh, her defensive <laughs> crossbow and all that. She's so funny. Yeah. yeah.
1: Have any thoughts on this? Well, as a, as a fan of like Gotham City Sirens and and the original Birds of Prey, like. I really, really enjoyed the, the on-screen camaraderie of the, of the characters. I felt like this was a good ensemble cast, as opposed to, at the time, the, the Suicide Squad, which was really, and, and Justice League, the way those, those felt on-screen. There was more cohesion, more reasoning for these characters to interact and, and work together. And I just really liked Ewan McGregor's manic, like, black mask, you know, performance. Yeah, he so, was yeah, yeah. really good,
0: No mouse, don't click there. Okay, number two, <laughs> Wonder Woman, the first one. This, I, I like it felt almost more like a historical epic. I don't know, And like you, um, the time period was different. It wasn't, I like that it was World War I, not World War Two, which you see in so many movies, or Vietnam or something like that. Um, Eric?
1: This one reminded me a lot of like, Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, very much. Yeah. And again, this was another one of those that felt like this is cemented perfectly how the DCEU show started. This was a really good origin film. Yeah. Great scope. Great storyline. Perfect casting. Really, really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. It's it's beautifully shot, too, is the the one of the thing Like, it is just gorgeous. Like, the mm-hmm. way you land on the ship towards the beginning is a shot that really, like, stands out to me. It's really
0: pretty. Well, and I saw this in the, the theater at the moment where she gets, you know, sort of like climbs over people and kind of leaps over in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of uh, uh, women in the theater I saw this at, and a lot of them were standing up and crying. Like, it was really intense reactions. Yeah. I wasn't that. expecting. Number one, what could it be? <laughs> the Suicide Squad. Woo. I'm just going to say I don't like that this has a title so close to the other one you see this with like fast and the furious where they put a v in front of something yeah, and it's yeah. the the 10th movie or whatever it was makes it confusing a joke. oh this title was is, is is yeah, a, sorry it, yeah.
3: james gunn suggested it as a joke and an executive was like yeah totally <laughs> i
0: mean they really went deep with picking the lamest characters possible from the the rosters and somehow made it work the fake out of the, uh, has everyone seen this movie? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay good, yeah. Uh, the Very fake out of, of them killing the, the first group is... Not Flula. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Five minutes. Flula Borg. And then like, yeah, like people like Flula Borg did all this promotion making it's, like they, they didn't reveal there weren't in the movie for more than like yeah. two minutes. They got
2: this huge cast of, of famous people and then just murdered everyone <laughs> immediately. Right.
0: <laughs> And yet it brought back more actors from the first one I was expecting, and Viola Davis is really mean in this one. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't nice in the first one either, but this one, you believe she would uh, kill someone's kid to get her way, and yeah. lot other things.
1: Yeah, everything that works in The Suicide Squad compared to the original Suicide Squad is just night and day difference, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I really... And of course, tying in with like a giant kaiju starro at the end, like leading up to that whole giant, massive CGI battle that we all know, or have come to know at the end of superhero films, like, just works perfectly. Like, that whole reveal was just great.
3: And everybody's got a complete arc in it, including Starro, who just wants to get yeah. out of including <laughs> <the> anchor, <laughs> right. who has, like, two scenes, and he's a really cool uh, twist on the mad scientist trope. Like, everything about this just works so well. Like, I love this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. so for final question yeah. enterprise, um, <laughs> if you could be any member of the Suicide Squad who would you be and why? Um.
0: we have four minutes <laughs> <laughs> yep. Polkadot Man Polka dot Man, okay. cool Just because he the project
3: you know, he had a weapon. It, it, yeah. Uh, no he was a weapon. Oh, did you guys hear the cool thing about that actor with Polka Dot Man? No. Yes. He has, yeah. His Vatilgo, uh, they didn't know this when they cast him, but he was known as uh Polka as a kid because he had patches on his face. Uh, but mm. didn't reveal that to James Gunn until after he got in the role. So, pretty cool. It's interesting. Coincidence.
0: Um, does anybody want a prize? We have a few things to give away.
3: Than you, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's score it. that's
0: a good one. Come on up. My favorite is King Shark, but
1: I think I want to be Rat because I like rats. <laughs> yeah, the Rat
0: Catcher stuff was cool. I liked that it was a type of a TT in the um, quick flashback as the husband. Or the dad. The dad, excuse me. Husband, yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that dark of a movie. No! <laughs> uh, okay, uh, anyone have any questions? We have three minutes. No. Yes.
1: Um, mm. It's a good strong possibility. I know Warner Brothers was recently having conversations uh, with Joe about reprising his role. Um, like I said, there's a bunch of Warner Brother projects that are direct to HBO Max that may not hit theaters. So um, especially with the investment of, of uh, more DC projects for streaming, um, I think the possibility is definitely there for him to reprise and do something, either whether it's coming in as the character and cameoing or having something standalone.
0: Right. And a weird coincidence with this panel um, my sister actually works for HBO as an executive with their DC Comics content. Nice. But she can't tell me anything, so. <laughs> Why not? In the back? In the back.
1: Mm. yeah the hyenas
0: I guess we'll have to wait for Joker kill Joker kills the hyena origins
1: in the back there's always a possibility I mean, they've, they've invested a lot in, in Harley, Quinn. Yeah, I think more Harley Quinn
0: certainly in the Harley Quinn cartoon they've been introducing a lot of uh, characters um, we can take one more and then we have to wrap this up uh, Zelda. Zelda. They did that with the, the crossover with the TV shows, but as a movie, that would just be so much to do. I don't know. We could maybe split it up into. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, with with them doing Flashpoint and kind of hinting at you know multiversal stuff yeah yeah yeah, maybe
0: um anyway th- thanks everyone for coming to see us uh rank the dceu if you like this we'll have this up to listen at sequelcast2.com in a few weeks and um yeah i uh, hope everyone has had a great time here at the rose city comic con and hopefully we'll have more uh, conventions next year in portland oregon thanks guys and thanks thank you for coming